At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back in. It's the final hour of primetime action on a Monday night from the South Point Sportsbook Studio in Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson with Jeff Parles on the desk. We are going to get you in a second there, Jeffrey. There we go. He's a happy man. He's waving at the camera because he won a bet tonight. Yeah, we the finally in, on the board. In game on the board. In game under seven and a half there in Atlanta and Philadelphia. Three three game there in the uh, top of the for six. the first first five. five. First five. Yes, that's a very good uh, distinction that you make. And, in a game um, that it was be, a sweat, but you got there. In a game that should be one nothing Philly. There right we go. Now. That's a great winner video for Jeff. Yes. Love so the kid. You, were, you were just at a wedding. Were those dance moves uh, seen by anybody? Did you? What, what, are, you a, are you a sprinkler guy? What was are you, it, was it, fire was it hydrant? The, I, I will say, I did not do the sprinkler. Someone else did do the sprinkler. It was the first time I have I'd seen the sprinkler in a very long time. I you say, were at a I, wedding in Missouri, so I would have set the odds on that yes minus like 670. I, I, Isaiah knows what the dance move the sprinkler is. I'm sure he does. Give me a very oh, Isaiah is definitely Isaiah's definitely done the sprinkler. So that was the only that you didn't you weren't but you were not partaking in the dancing? You didn't you didn't I get out there? A little bit, but nothing crazy. By oh. the way, I, Isaiah and I's raised bets are, are are basically donezo at this point. This is a horrible inning for Kluber where right. the uh, the Orioles have at least three. <laughs> Already three in, and they're going to have more. Let's, uh, and with that, let's update all the sure. scores here. We we have a very fun side bet as well that we need to announce. Sure. Special season long side bet between Von Vrinkel, our producer, and Jeff Parles in just a second. But we'll start there. Orioles four, Rays one. That's still in the in the fifth inning right now. Seeing the Orioles now minus twelve hundred live. Rays coming back plus seven fifty nine and a half. Your live total juiced under at minus one twenty five. Elsewhere. Well, Isaiah already lost his no grand slam bet, but we get another grand slam. Jonathan India in Cincinnati. Makes it 10-2 Reds in the sixth inning against the Marlins. Uh, the money lines are right now off the board. If you wanted to lay 7.5 with the Marlins, you could do that. Lay 140 or take plus 110 if you wanted to. Or sorry, lay 7.5 with the Reds, uh, minus 140. If you wanted to take the 7.5 with Miami, plus 120 there. 15.5, your live total juiced to the under at minus 130. Braves do tack on a run, so the scoring starts at inning after Jeff cashes his bet 4-3. That just happened a second ago. It is now Atlanta minus 280 live with the Phillies coming back at plus 220. Ten and a half your live total juiced over at minus 120. In the meantime, Padres could not get any more runs. They had got it to within five, a three-run fifth inning there. Nine-four Tigers right now going to the fifth. Tigers minus 3,000 live. Padres are 12-1. to You've been trying to find a number, Jeff, for an in-game money line. You have not been able to find it. Is that true? Still nothing? 
Still, still nothing. No one, the, 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 you want to take the, five the and a half runs? I, the outs that I currently have money in, neither of them. No. The, okay. the, the, uh, none of the three have it right now. That's a shame. And the Red Sox and Guardians, they are back underway. One nothing there in the fourth inning. Red Sox a $2.20 favorite, plus 180 on the Guardians right now. In that one, as far as the total, six and a half, pretty even juice, maybe a little bit to the under at minus 120. Three other games that just started in our last hour. Cubs two, Pirates one in the fourth inning. Cubs minus 315 live. Pirates plus 245. Seven and a half your total juiced over at minus 130. Rockies with that early Diaz solo homer, one nothing lead over the Brewers. Brewers minus 120 live. Rockies minus 110. Six and a half even juice there on the total. Angels Royals uh, looks like Noah Syndergaard. He's somehow pitched out of a lot of trouble in the first two innings, but it's still nothing, nothing. Royals minus 120 live. Angels minus 110. Five and a half. Your total juiced under at uh, minus 135. Anything interesting in there that you, that has uh, caught your eye, Jeff? I, I think I'm going to take. Uh, I think I'm going to take oh the five and a half with the Padres. He's doing it. I'm gonna, what do you have in delay? I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for uh, I'm gonna wait for Mackenzie Gore to wa- wa- walk scope to begin this inning. Two zero count. That's what we're gonna that's what we're yeah. gonna do here. <laughs> to, to Which, by the way, wow, how, how the mighty have fallen with Mackenzie Gore, reliever who, now, who, who was a front runner at one point for the NL Rookie of the Year, and now pitching out of the bullpen. And his command is nowhere to be found. It is yeah. a three and zero count there. So yeah, you're, you're, you're probably going to have uh, ducks on the pond with Jonathan Scope up. But then it would be the bottom of the order seven, eight, nine uh, after Scope. See, I'm just I'm just waiting for him to walk. Now watch, he's not going to walk. He'll get an out, and that five and a half will turn to four and a half. Poor Jeff. And uh, we we won't have the bet anymore. Isaiah Isaiah is nodding me off like I'm absolutely right. So. Jeff getting a little exactly greedy. Right. He gets his in-game under first five, and now he wants more. That's usually what happens here. Well, based I'm off sure. the number, I think he just walked him. So. Right, go maybe, maybe Find go out in a second. It. While Jeff waits to do that, we do have a side <laughs> bet that has been made, Jeff. You, yes, you care to explain? Yes, yes. So Isaiah Von Wrinkle, our our great Von, producer. Von Wrinkle is, is, yes, is uh, actually pronounced. Yes, yeah, sorry. I, I got to get the pronouncer right. You are a San Francisco 49ers fan, correct? He'll, There's he'll Isaiah. He's going to nod for the camera. He's not going to say anything. Hi, Isaiah. We, 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 we like having you on. So we decided to go with a side bet here where – Trey Lance passing yards is what we ended up landing on, where Isaiah will end up with the over 3,500 and a half, and I will end up on the underside of that. So it's one I don't love, but I don't have some action. You guys wager what? The last, uh, time, the last time Isaiah and I had a full season worth of action on, oh, what, what, on I don't know. I don't know about was this was the story. 2019 Detroit Lions, where – it was a plus money six and a half under. That was actually my favorite bet on the board in 2019. And Isaiah over. He gave me the price actually as well, and plus 120. Oh. And it was an easy under. Oh, that was the last time. I've had, I've had success with Isaiah. Wasn't the first? Had, uh, the we first had the David. Jets and the Cowboys also in 2019 as well, where what? I didn't have the uh, didn't have the fortitude to take the Jets outright. Unfortunately, see, I, I'm rolling through all the times that Isaiah and I's uh, side bets where uh, I've actually also, had the uh, best of someone. <laughs> oh, good, good. I didn't bet it. Thankfully, I didn't bet it. Gore gives up a homer immediately to Candelario. I was distracted by Isaiah's side yeah. bet and didn't get the bet. So, so, so you should thank me. So fruit fruit basket coming over. <laughs> Jeff's so anxious just to get in some sort of Padre bet. Can't can't accept the thing that is staring him right in front of the face, which is that the Padres do not have it tonight. Two-run homer for Jamer Candelario, his second of the night, 11-4. Uh, and it's good. I did, I, you know what? You had the right inclination here of just bet the over, which was 16 and a half. Yeah. 
So uh, thankfully, I didn't have any. I didn't. I didn't make the bet because we got distracted by the show we're doing. Which is probably the way it should be. Probably right, the way. Probably the way it should be. I feel. Is it bad that I also have a story of, of betting against Isaiah and also and also winning? We bet it. We bet a South Point hot dog. Good. Interestingly enough, on a on, when Will Zalatoris was a rookie and burst onto the scene, and Isaiah was not buying Zalatoris at all, and we had a literally just a Zalatoris to make the cut prop, where I laid two. I was willing to pay two hot dogs to, for Isaiah in exchange for one, and he made the cut uh, pretty pretty easily inside the number. Not to say Isaiah's won many many a bet. We're not we're not trying to besmirch his abilities as a handicap, but we're just saying we happen to have had winning success in the past. What do you guys put on that? Like ten grand. No, no, isn't no. that Isaiah's standard? No, movie? you added some zeros. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You added some zeros. Whatever. That, that a is, pair is, of is, zeros, is, to be exact. Okay. Uh, we were we're going to go deep dive into some of the uh, the three late games still to come here, Jeff. Actually, there's four late games in all. Two, though, are starting this hour, which we should, uh, we'll should run through right now. And we did have a pitching change from earlier today, at least in uh, Arizona. Yes, as uh, it would help that it would be on today's games instead of tomorrow's games on my uh, that would my handy dandy Dra- DraftKings sportsbook page. Yeah, we'll start. We'll start in Arizona. That's fine. Merrill Kelly's going to get the start tonight, so that actually shifted the odds pretty significantly. Actually, here uh, Ben and Jacob Junis was also also a change as well for the Giants, right? Isn't that two changes now? I, not at least on my monitor, not showing up as an official change. Okay, but maybe so, that was decided. That could have been changed yesterday. So regardless, minus one ten on on Arizona now favored because Merrill Kelly gets the ball now. Even money on a take back for the Giants, uh, eight and a half your total for that one. Again, the Giants just Ben. The difference between the Dodgers and the Giants this year is steep, and we saw it over the weekend where the Dodgers. Just tortured the Giants all weekend in a four-game sweep. And the Dodgers have finally, or 60, it's funny to say this about a team that's 33 games over 500, but have finally reached, it feels like the Dodgers have reached what they're supposed to be this year. And that is a scary sight for everyone because they have the potential to just mow through the National League potentially. But uh, the Diamondbacks favored against the Giants tonight, minus 110 on Arizona. Oakland and Houston, the other game you mentioned it. Jake Odorizzi, three straight Amazing. times against the A's. Could be uh, could be worse for Odorizzi, who, of course, is uh, on the backside of his career. Well, it was 12, 12 straight scoreless innings, and then the sixth inning happened last week in Houston, where yeah. it was almost one of those things. He was just so comfortably cruising along that it, it, he almost just kind of took his eye off the prize for a second, Jeff, and all of a sudden gave up a three spot and was yanked in that game. But before that had been absolutely spotless against Oakland. So Adam Oler will get the ball for the A's over $2. You got to lay on the Strohs on the road. No shock there. Astros scorching out of the break, five straight wins, sweeping a double dip against the Yankees last Thursday, sweeping the Mariners and really doing it emphatically at T-Mobile park up oh, in yeah. Seattle over the weekend. Just saying, Hey guys, it's cute that you want all your games in a row. We're still a lot better than you. And that's what Houston proved. Over the weekend, uh, Ben, I'll mention the two seven o'clock uh, Pacific games, ten o'clock Eastern games, real quick uh, that that are going to get underway after we are done tonight. The Nationals and the Dodgers. How about Tony Gonsolin is a three dollar favorite tonight, Ben, coming off his first loss of the year in the All Star game. <laughs> of Amazing. course, minus three ten on the Dodgers. Actually, cheaper on DraftKings than behind us. You're paying the LA tax here in Nevada right now. Uh, minus three hundred five at DK. On the Dodgers, plus 255 on Washington with a total of eight and a half. You want Gonsolin to record a win? Yes, minus 130 at DraftKings tonight. You know, I'm kind of intrigued about actually taking the Nats 
Paolo Espino to record a win plus 475. I don't want that. I don't, I don't know that. if Espino's you want not that. Go five innings. <laughs> I, I, I would be intrigued at a plus at a plus money plus a half first five, and see if Espino can give me four good innings. And Gonsolin kind of again Gonsolin should have lost that last start before the All Star break in in St. Louis. He got bailed is, out by his offense. The gre- regression has finally the, happened. The regression is happening for Tony Gonsolin. We saw it in the All Star game as well. Uh, I would be intrigued about going against him in the first five. I don't want to bet against the Dodgers in the whole game. How about though, just Gonsolin? Uh, how about just Gonsolin under out prop? It's seven, 17 and a half. So, so under you're asking under him to go five and two thirds. Under five yeah, and two thirds plus bad. plus one fifty five. Not bad at all. And quickly fitting it in a game that uh, John Legaza had a bet on earlier. Rangers and Mariners tonight. Otto and Flexen. Mariners minus 155 at DK plus 135 on the take back on Texas. Total eight and a half juiced under. We will go deeper into those two night games a little bit later on in the show. But up next, time to talk some tennis. U.S. Open tennis. It's right around the corner. Hardcourt season about to begin. We'll preview that next on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We welcome you back in. It's primetime action on this Monday night from Las Vegas. Thanks to the whole crew helping out tonight. We got Jeremy Wengel, Dakota Gavish Martin, our technical directors downstairs. Apparently, Dakota. Tailed you, Jeff, and is now very angry. So if you if you notice a camera, he tailed the bed. I didn't even zooming end up into your face very closely. You know why on that Padres uh, sorry, Padres sorry. spread there in game. It is and Mackenzie Gore got hurt as well. By the way, so yeah, Stephen Wilson in eleven four is the Tigers' lead and the curse of that uh, team off Sunday night baseball on the road strikes again with the with San Diego. Tough, tough. You're still trying to bet something though. Yeah, I'm going to take the Padres plus six and a half. Are you serious? I'm considering it because oh, it's plus money. It's plus money. It's, wait, plus, he's serious it's, right it's now? plus money. The only you, you know, know, I, uh, you know Isaiah, you know, you know, Isaiah is reflecting all of us right now with you, that you, look. You I know, think you owe it to Dakota to make that. Bet. You know what? I, I I think I'd rather have over eighteen minus one twenty. You 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 just will not get off this game. You no, just, because it's because it's staring me right in the corner of my eye to my right. To saying That's to saying why. it's staring you saying don't do it is what it's saying. <laughs> Oh, it's another three-zero count, by the way. To the no, Tigers. yeah, yeah. Uh, Wilson, uh, not you, but that Wilson uh, inheriting a three-zero uh, count. Other Wilson, yeah. 
please let us know if you do make, if you do, <laughs> if you do make that You're bet. You're going down with the ship here, guys. Uh, look, a side bet has been made tonight. We've had we've had the Grand Slam prop go down in flames in glory once again. We did at least get we have we've had one winner tonight, which is which is good. And we're going to update. We'll uh, we'll grade our golf draft next. I can't wait to see the carnage from that. Oh, it was, it's a disaster. It's not very not good for us at the 3M <laughs> Open. Disaster. We'll update that in the next segment. We'll do the full deep dive breakdown of the two very late MLB games on the card tonight. But right now, Jeff, we are about a month's time away from the U.S. Open in tennis. That is, look, we're in a position now where the individual sports with golf, we've completed the four majors. Tennis, we have three of the four Grand Slams, so just one more major tennis tournament to handicap. It's going to start really the hard court season for the men start this week, the Atlanta Open ATP 250 event, but a good, good number of the men's players are playing. You'll have Atlanta. Cincinnati is a huge tune-up. Washington, D.C. is a big tune-up. The, the Rogers Cup there, where the men go to Toronto, the women go to Montreal, always a big event as well. So what's nice about the hard court season in general, much longer than the grass court season, where you just don't get much of a lead-up into a tournament like Wimbledon. So for that reason, a little easier to handicap, Jeff. And as we, we talked about a little bit during Fruit Baskets, it's crazy when you look at the odds right now. Novak Djokovic, who I would give a sub-1% chance of playing in this tournament. But and I get why the books are doing this because you don't. The last thing you want to do is 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 not even put Djokovic up on the board, and then all of a sudden he plays, and now you have to scramble and put up a number. But he's the plus one fifty favorite. And again, sure, could you bet this because these are all the, the player must, I you know I guess hit a serve or begin his first match for this to be action. So could you theoretically play this just on the long shot that he plays, and you're not getting penalized? Yeah, I guess. But even if you were to play. Like it's not like I would. It's not like that number is is certainly worth worth value at this point. I mean, that's a very very short number in a field that, to me, is pretty wide open. So Djokovic, you kind of have to start there. Medvedev is the interesting second choice at plus two twenty five. He won this tournament last year, beat Novak Djokovic, ended his chances of a of a potential calendar slam, but has not been impressive this year. Lost in devastating fashion in the Aussie Open final, blew a two set lead to Nadal. Struggled at his admittedly worst surface, the French Open, and then was not allowed to play at Wimbledon because of the ban on the, on the Russian Nationals. So he just hasn't played much tennis recently, Jeff. He should be the favorite. That is the rightful favorite. And if you want to bet on him now because his number, if you just want to get a good number, his, his number will come down. I'm still seeing it at plus 240, 250 in some shops. So if you want to get a bet in, if you're looking to play more guys in your portfolio, sure, go for Medvedev. But I, I don't necessarily... And buying what I'm seeing yet from him, I, I want to watch some of the hard court season and see what sort of form he's in. Very good player, sure, but you're likely going to see that end up sub two to one, assuming Djokovic ends up not being in the field. Not sure if if, if I were to wait, I would not I would not want to ticket on uh, on Medvedev at that short of a price. Still think he could certainly win the tournament. Yeah, you again, you have to check your book on what to what they're going to do with Djokovic, assuming he's not going to play. If you make your bet. Some some books you'll be you'll be out of luck on that if he doesn't end up playing. So just keep that in mind uh, when you're making these bets. Alcaraz a plus three fifty kind of is intriguing. I again, the the young buck uh, who again is played pretty well all things considered this year just hasn't won a major. Uh, I, I would say that you're probably right on Medvedev. Just a matter of actually getting back out there. We got to see him. No doubt. We got to no. see him. What happens if he comes out and he's flat for a little bit? And that's where so, my hesitation yeah, lies. Yeah, so I don't, right I don't want to take a. I don't want to take even though plus two forty. If he looks good and wins one of these lead up tournaments, Ben, that number's long gone. 
but I, I, w- I would look to Carlitos here. That would be the way that I would I, I would look to do mm-hmm. uh, take take a shot at Alcaraz. I know you missed the best of the numbers. I understand that, but you're talking about a whole different market now. Where Novak Djokovic, where if he played, Novak would win this tournament. Yeah, but yeah. if we're assuming he's not going to be there. Uh, your guy Berrettini, of course, the numbers sliced after oh, his uh, big weekend. That's, that's what we just talked about. Yeah, yeah. from thirty to one down to sixteen yeah, so, to one. So I feel good there. So you feel good there. Uh, Can I say on Alcaraz? Yeah, quick? Go ahead. This is where, and it, like, if you're a, a casual tennis fan, you might think, well, Alcaraz, he won on a hard court earlier, won mm-hmm. Indian Wells. Right. That was what precipitated his a uh, big rise in the odds board, where he went to basically the co-favorite to win the French Open, lost that epic to Nadal in the semifinals there. But that's where you have to balance the differentiating types of hard court where Indian Wells is a much slower surface on hard and also Carlos Alcaraz had a good showing at, uh, at Miami as well. Those early season hard courts are much more reflective of, of clay where yes, they are hard courts, but the, the, the way the courts are set up, you can have a fast, hard surface. You can have a slow, hard surface. And those two tournaments in particular, especially Indian Wells, much, much slower surface than what you'll see at the U.S. Open. Australian Open and U.S. Open are more of the, uh, the faster, hard surfaces. It's why Daniil Medvedev has had very good success at the Aussie Open and the U.S. Open, his, his two uh, favored surfaces. Look, Alcaraz made the quarters last year at the U.S. Open. So, I, look, I'm, I respect him from the standpoint of, a guy who's taken a big leap this year. He's certainly not foreign coming into a, a U.S. Open where he's had success. He's made a deep run. I, I, but I'm kind of what you talked about with the price. It's not one that I'm really interested in. So no, nothing for me on, on Alcaraz. And then we already, I already documented my uh, Berrettini love, who has made the semis once here, the quarters once. And while grass is his favored uh, surface, the, the success he has had here and some of the battles he's had at the U.S. Open, I, I do feel like if you were able to find him at 30-1, to 1, that's a long shot worth taking here. Don't have a problem with that. Yeah. But again, the, the, your number after this weekend, not going to happen. So no. Gestad w- happened is what yeah, happened. Yeah. For, w- for women's side is, is intriguing it though, is. here because what has Naomi Osaka done over the last year to warrant being the second favorite here, Ben? And what's funny is she. I was seeing her in the five and a half, six to one range uh, over the weekend here. And I remember thinking about that and thinking, ah, that's, a, that's way too short. So I, that number to me is a little more accurate. This, but yeah, you're right. I mean, she has barely played any legitimate real tennis over the, the past season. This is certainly the surface she prefers, you would imagine. But like trying to handicap Osaka is so difficult because you're, you're basing it on her, you know, her mental state, which is she's admitted has been extremely fragile over the past year, year mm-hmm. and a half. Now, the U.S. Open is the one event where you would expect her to come out and be the most locked in and focused, but that hasn't necessarily been... Yeah, been been always the case. I mean, last year she crashed out pretty early in the third round. She's look, she's gone win, fourth round exit, win, third round exit over the last four years. So it kind of reflects the women's market in general, which is there's a lot of variance. And while Iga Swiatek is the rightful favorite, far from her preferred surface on hard, could she right. win? Sure. I would not want any part of her at uh, plus two fifty. Yeah, just too short on Iga, who of course has been nothing shy of brilliant so far yeah, this no year. Doubt. Uh, the interesting one is Sabalenka, but the problem is because she w- yeah. she wasn't in Wimbledon either because of the Russian Belarusian ban on players that were are nationals of those two countries. Which, of course, uh, uh, Rabakina ended up getting by 
by becoming a, <laughs> a national there, yes. a, 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 of Kazakhstan and ended up winning the whole thing in Wimbledon. But Sabalenka would be the interesting one at 14-1. It's just, it's just so hard to bet on someone that just hasn't played a lot. That's why the same thing that we talked about Medvedev yeah. on the med side. Uh, I, I'd like a little bit more than 14-1 on Sabalenka if I were going to go that route, though, Ben. Just, and hard to trust her, too, in, in the big match. She like, finally broke through, made a semi at Wimbledon, semi at the U.S. Open last year but has really not built on that at all in 2020. Aussie Open was where a lot of people thought she would make the breakthrough, only got to the fourth round. She's been upset a number of times as a, as a high seed, and that figures to be the case there at 14-1. to 1. For what it's worth, you have Rabakina, who was 100-1 to 1 to win Wimbledon. Yeah, 12-1, to 1, uh, no thank you. Uh, Simona Halep, who did have a really nice run at Wimbledon, but coming off a pretty significant injury, has not really proven it long-term, especially on uh, hard court, so I'd be avoiding her. Uh, Paula Badosa, and Paula Badosa is really the one that jumps out to me, Jeff, 16-1, to 1, who's had very, a very good track record, the Spaniard is on hard court. Uh, but the rest of those players, like we've talked about in the women's game, it is so much a dart throw with these. Like, if you want to throw a stab on, a, you know, like, a Sakari or a Jabur or any of those players in the mid-teens to early 20s, sure, go for it. Could, could I could I have any conviction on any of those players? Not really. No, I mean you can go keep going down the board too. Like if you wanted to take a Danielle Collins at thirty yeah. to one, a Belinda Benson. Where's uh, Jesse Pagula? Pagula, that was the next name I was about to really? mention. Forty to one. Okay, that's like, like that's you one can, that I would be. Interested you can in, throw yeah. some darts down the board in, in women's tennis. As again, Bakina, hundred to one, cashed <laughs> Wimbledon. It happens. There's a, and that's it's not like that was the first grand slam on the women's side where that has happened. It's right. just amazing. This is probably the first men's grand slam since, I don't know, 02, 03 that I felt is this wide open. It's crazy. Uh, but our thoughts there on the U.S. Open. We'll come back, recap the golf from this weekend next on Prime. Visa.com today. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer, made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Final half hour of the show, primetime action on a Monday night from Las Vegas. Back with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson, and we've got a golf tournament to discuss, Jeff. <laughs> it was interesting. Some carnage for us on the card, which we'll get to in a second. But how about Tony Finau? Look at the closer himself. The closer himself. Third PGA Tour victory as Finau gets the job done. I know, so going into yesterday, when Scott Piercy, he had a four-shot lead on Tony Finau. You still could have gotten Finau... Now, look, he was in the four to you know, four and a half, five to one range. Basically, what we talked about, Jeff, Thursday night, I had basically the exact same three minute conversation with uh, JVT on Friday night as we had Thursday night, where it was like, okay, I still like Finau even at that number where he's clearly going to be in the mix at a five, five and a half to one. And so, of course, I didn't bet it, but <laughs> that was the prevailing theory. Finau at one point down eight shots on Sunday. Now, our Wes Reynolds, who is going to be on the show Wednesday to, to preview this week's golf tournament, he, so at one point, Scott Piercy was a $4 live favorite, minus 400. Piercy at one point, when they got to the ninth hole, Piercy was 18 under par. Finau was 10 under. And it re really the swing, uh, Jeff, did you see the, actually it was on the 10th hole after Finau had bogeyed to go back to, uh, to 10 under. Did you see the, uh, the par save he made on 10 with the toe of his putter? Where he, it, was, it was almost like... Uh, I don't even know what the equivalent would have, would have been in. It was almost like a, like a bocce ball style putt because it was kind of in the combo fringe rough. And he freaking drains it. 
And that just that began just a crazy swing turn of events where Piercy goes down the stretch. I mean, completely falls apart. And hey, hey, wait a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. I'm, I'm, hold, I'm not, hold, I'm not hold making... On. Hold, hold on a second, because I, I, I did I did miss this. All I saw it was... Oh, that's right. You read away. I, 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 I forgot. I, I, my my I, I, apologies. I, who knows where I was at that point. I probably still stuck, <laughs> yeah. still stuck at, uh, at Lambert International in, uh, in St. Louis, because I was delayed seemingly eons yesterday. Isaiah and I had the same look there. A bocce, uh, bocce ball-style putt? Yeah. I was thinking of croquet, and I, I okay, mixed up the I was two guards. Say, that makes more sense. Well, I because I was thinking when you you shuttle the one ball off the other, but any, I was that was just the wrong the wrong long okay, sport right, entirely. You got, you got the wrong niche sport. Right? Sorry, I get those two sport. always. Those are the two I you know okay, tended to play. Sorry, fair enough. Croquet was what I was looking for. I confused Isaiah and I both. I probably confused everybody. Yeah, croquet is what we were looking for. Scott Piercy, though, uh, just to further the point here, final. 11 holes, Jeff, played in seven over par. Uh, and Tony Finau, he ends up, uh, closes with a 33 on the back. By the time he bogeyed 18, he was already uh, he was already four clear of the Sung J.M. Emiliano Grillo duo there. So he wins the, wins the tournament by three. And it's very rare. This is the first time in the four-year history of this event since it changed from Champions Tour, Jeff, to PGA Tour, where you've you've seen a, a, a shot any shorter than 125 to one win the thing. So good on Tony Finau, but... It took, a, it took a pretty epic collapse from Scott Piercy, if we're being honest. And, and the thing that did him in, it was the triple on 14, where he, made, where he makes seven. And once that happened, you just kind of figured, all right, this thing is game over. But to at one point have the, the lead that he did, where Piercy started off two under in his first seven holes, built up, and Finau wasn't spotless on the front end either. Like he had a huge lead for Piercy to let it all slip away and not even really be in the mix at the end. Pretty, uh, pretty stark collapse for him, 76 on Sunday. Yeah, just a. Uh... Now, a course where it was pretty hard to go that that high also, too, Ben. Uh, just uh, a poor showing in the end for Piercy for what was a really good tournament for him. But Ben also, too, the, the other interesting thing, just looking at this leaderboard, the two short shots ended up 1-2. Pretty amazing at a place which, like which, this. Which you just, you don't see that, you barely see that at any tournament, especially not at usual birdie fest tournaments like this. Uh, poor Kelly, close on uh, Emiliano Grillo, as mm-hmm. you said earlier. Yeah, he had a future on Fina, so credit so to, uh, credit to there, Kelly. But, he got but, a winner. But in the end, it's just very rare that we see this. We've only, only the third favorite, too, to win this year on the PGA yeah. Tour. Because we saw uh, Sam Burns earlier this year uh, at the Sanderson, and then the Mexico Open where John Rahm, uh, again, against a very odd field, that tournament ended up yeah. winning. Oh, it was like plus 400. He was, he was very, 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 very short in, in that tournament. Uh, as far as, yeah, you look at uh, what that does now going forward for us, at least our, our own purposes here, we have, our, we have the one and done, which will we have that. We have the golf draft from last weekend. Uh, but Finau gets there. And look, Sun J.M., who, Ke- I mean, Kelly had his doubts, too, about taking Sung Jay. He was between uh, Sung Jay and, and uh, Cam Davis. That decision cost him about five hundred thousand dollars, not of his own money, but of of one and, of one and done money. Cam Davis ends up, and we talked about him earlier. Look, it was solid. A T sixteenth for Cam Davis, the low Aussie, under just over a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, but Ke- you know, it's funny how even when you have these these short fields, and if there's a, a short shot you don't trust, you're not even going to come close to putting your money on him. Well, give credit to Sungjae who closed sixty seven sixty eight in the final two rounds. But um, wow, credit Matt Brown. That's a nice little lead there, Jeff. Gill is in a lot of trouble. 
we, we sent Kelly the list of Michelin star restaurants in Las Vegas to distribute to Matt should he and Matt avoid last place. Matt is essentially – there's only two events left. So it's going to be very hard for Matt to finish last. Yeah. Um, that it would – yeah, it would, it would be taking something pretty special for, uh, for that to actually happen. So Matt – Credit to him. He cracks the $8 million mark. Kelly and Gil both in that $6 million range, but Kelly gets a, gains 100000 there on Gil. Two tournaments still to go, and then we have our golf draft. Nobody, nobody won money. You know, it's a, nobody it, won it, money. It's a shame because it's, old man Sink really bit it on Sunday. Two over, yeah. the fall, fall into a tee, just outside, one shot outside of the top 20. But all in all, this is a pretty uh, pretty weak showing uh, by, by all of us here, and I technically get my second second win in two tries on the golf draft, but it's not even I, I can't even celebrate this. We're, 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 you won by losing. I won by I, I lost the least, which is you really not lose, a fun way lose, to do it. You lost and, the and, least. And if we you were points lost. betting this, I mean Hammer and Higo were just total train wrecks this weekend. Oh, I mean I, I had Lucas Glover who uh goes seventy five I actually 75-72, so he was uh, he was well over par, missed the cut. David, Davis Riley, if you're looking at the guys who were among the biggest um, disappointments overall this week, that's got to be right at the top of the list. Yeah. Davis Riley, a lot of people were on him. I would also add Asahith Tagala. A lot of really smart people in the golfing community were really high on Tagala coming in. Kelly was, too, with the top 20. He just did not have it. And uh, Brendan Steele was... Uh, he was just horrific with the putter. He lost, I think, three strokes gained putting in day one. I, I gave out Friday night uh, just a three ball. Actually, no, Thursday night with you, Jeff. We gave out a, a three ball there on Brendan Steele mm -hmm. against two pretty subpar golfers, and Steele was even worse uh, on the putting green on Friday. He he was horrible with the putter, and that was the one thing Kelly had props to Kelly because Steele rated very high in Kelly's model, but Kelly was a little worried about the lack of golf Steele had played in recent weeks, and that ended up being his undoing. He just was really rusty on the greens. Uh, that uh, plus 180 was not even close. So so when we do this on Wednesday, is Wes going to get a team here, or are we going to have the crew have a team here? That's an interesting question. Isaiah's pondering. It's all um, that matters. Gonna... I got the wheels turning in Isaiah's brain on what to do on Wednesday. Because it's got to be, it's not like they can submit picks. It's not like one and done. It's got to be a live draft. Can we get uh, Can we get somebody on I guess why you know why 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 it's going to do it. why why it has to bounce back from his NASCAR bets. Yeah, well, I, why it was what Owen Owen five. I don't know. Did he win this week, Isaiah? Isaiah no. is shaking his head. <laughs> no, no, a a a, okay. a, a ponderous uh, look and then a no from Isaiah. Speaking of, of of the golf this week, did, this is really the one golf headline that came out amidst the other rumors sure. that uh, that you know, Sir Charles he says today that there is going to be fallout. He is he's about he's close to making his decision if. Charles Barkley, if he will actually leave for the live commentator role. We, we've seen Gary McCord now rumored to take that commentator role as well. But got to love Sergio Garcia with the just epic backtrack where he basically said he was quitting the DP World Tour, the European Tour last week. And then he says, you know what, actually, I'm, I'm going to stay on the tour for now. So Sergio Garcia, uh, who is Can't is lose not, that Ryder Cup status, Ben. Not. He's on the, on the live now, but he is not quitting the DP World Tour. I don't know. I, do, you think, do you think now that... Stenson has Stenson gives up the captaincy. Wonder, I, I wonder what the the talk is like in some of those Europe, especially those European Ryder Cup circles. Because if we're being honest, U.S. has such more depth to choose from if we're talking Ryder Cup. They are at such a distinct advantage, and that was no more borne out than this past Ryder Cup where they win nineteen to nine. Do you think there's any you know the whispers going around there in the European circles of hey guys like we 
we're a little short in the depth department. Like, we need some guys to at least be here to make this a competitive, uh, especially because the next Ryder Cup is back in, uh, in Europe, right? Next year's in Rome. Yeah, that's right, Rome. Just make, Rome. Just, just make Eduardo Molinari the captain next year. Have him and Francesco. Du- yeah, let, duo let, the, let the dual captains. Make it easy. What about Guido? Is Guido going to be, be uh, uh, Guido Migliosi for everyone at home. Yeah, uh, sorry, I don't but, mean but, to just uh, throw uh, out Guidos but, out there. But, uh, but, but, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but you're, uh, it's got to be, it's got to be one of the Molinari brothers. I think it's going to be Eduardo. Eduardo, Fran- Francesco actually made a few cuts recently, playing a lot better, played it well at the Open Championship. Eduardo hasn't done much recently. No. I think that would make a little more sense. And he was an assistant captain to begin with. Will, anyway. we, will Sergio be on the, uh, on the, do we think? No. Radic up team? No. Would be hard, hard pressed to see that actually happening. We will wrap up the show next. Preview the two late baseball games still to come as we return right after this on primetime action. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The VEASAN football betting guides are coming soon, and there is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Reserve your copy of the football betting guides today and get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a VEASAN all-access subscription. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, thanks to our guest tonight, John Legaza, whose pick looks very good already because Jeremy Pena, Jeff, had a first run, a first inning homer. So the yes run, first inning cash is there in Oakland. A's one, Astros nothing. He has uh, Astros over two and a half for the first five, and he has Jordan Alvarez over one and a half total bases there. So not that Jeremy Pena is really going to make a dent, I would say, in Julio Rodriguez's AL Rookie of the Year case, Jeff, but. Should be pointed out, very impressive year for the rookie that is just going to get lost to the record books because of how good uh, Rodriguez has been in Seattle, wouldn't you say? I mean, Rodriguez is good. Um, he's minus 800 at Superbook for a reason. And for I didn't notice he's just that high. At, no, uh, at it, he's not. not yeah, it, it basically, you're not, betting, you're not betting this market anymore. <laughs> so, look, look uh, Jeremy Payne has been, a, I mean, all you could ask for this year for, for Houston replacing Correa. He's been great when he's been healthy, Ben. Did you end up actually making a Padre bet? I yet? thankfully did not. I did not. For about the sixth time tonight, Jeff. I did not. I've been, I, I've been the uh, the uh, the uh, the better who's cried wolf the whole night on that game. Miggy so. Cabrera with another homer though. Solo shot, twelve four game in the bottom of the seventh. So that the, like the one play I would have made was that over sixteen and a half uh, in game total, which now that, that's going to be a 
swept. Could we get a position player pitching? Probably. Probably not. But you never know because it's even though it's right after the All Star break. Not. Yeah. uh, I don't know. But by the way, Ben, I'm gonna. I, I'm going to upset our, our, our producer Uh-oh. real real quick here because I'm about to go off script because because yeah, this whole show is scripted because because there, there is because there is one there's one major event going on in soccer and that is the women's euro and I've been basically thinking in my entire in my head this whole tournament when do I need should I bet England because it's not like we're talking about the men's side with England where we know they're going to lose at some point. There's a little. There's more fortitude on 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 the English women than the English men for soccer. Do you think plus one fifty is worth a bet on them to win the, mm. to win Euro at this point? Now, uh, it's isn't the, the uh, isn't the the former uh, their their manager? Isn't he? It's a big name, right? Who is the I, England I, manager? I have to double check that real quick. Who their manager <laughs> is, but I believe you are correct. I, I, the point is, Jeff, you're asking the wrong person. All yeah. I know is that the totals. <laughs> they play been, Sweden tomorrow, by the way. Interesting. So I know. I just know they have like one of the former big names in uh, who the names on the tip of my tongue. I just can't remember it uh, of of the of the English soccer community as their head coach. I, the totals have been more interesting to me in that tournament because we saw it was what France and the Netherlands. That was a total of of. Uh, Three and a half over the weekend. Just played to a absolutely dead under in the uh, quarterfinals. It was probably it was probably a three, but I, uh, I saw three and a half. Yeah, it could it could have got bet up to three and a half. Yeah, I, I think saw that, that match my... ended up one nil after uh, after extra time. Yeah. It, so well, again, remember that kind of still works like all knockout stages. Knockout stages are usually very very cagey, as they would say. Very ben. cagey. So I, I, again, it's one of those where oh, they got rid of. Uh, it was not whoever the guy I was thinking of. No, it's not anymore. <laughs> that's why I didn't mention it. I, I, I think okay. it's. By the way, I think that's going to be an England France final. By the way, England. Fr- um, I think Phil he, Neville was who I was. Yes, thinking Phil. Of. Yes, Phil Neville is a, a, a name that mo- even some over here would actually know. Phil. Ne- Phil Neville. But uh, England. 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 France is what I think that final is going to be. I will admit I have really not done any handicapping at that okay. tournament. I went to the Women's World we won, Cup we in twenty nineteen. We, we won a bunch on Austria on the group stage. That's all I know. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Why, Why was that not in your fruit baskets? That would have been a hilarious. That was story. That, was, that was that was in this past week. They they didn't cover. Did you? They didn't cover against Germany because their oh. their keeper in the 89th minute legitimately is trying to clear a ball, uh, clear clear the ball, and drilled it into the back of one of the German players into the net, and that's how it ended two 0 <laughs> England, Sweden tomorrow, Germany, France tomorrow. Those are your your two semi. I Isaiah, we're gonna have a play on that tomorrow, but the problem is it'll be way before the show, uh, three o'clock Eastern time. I yeah. would assume France is pretty health healthily favored against Germany. From knowing nothing else, I would just assume based think, on the I don't, I don't France. I, remember, they were the host for the last World I Cup I, I, on the I women's side. I don't, I don't think so, Ben. They're not. I don't think so. I'm waiting for it to pull up, but in the futures market, Germany's shorter. So I'm wrong. Okay. And now the games are not loading. That's good. That's good. So don't ask well me for advice on, on the women's. I look very under, underrated event though. The women's World Cup, which I went to, uh, I went to a England Japan group stage match in France in 2019. Really fun time. England won that two 0 But the I was the U.S. women who beat the uh, who beat. Remember they, that was when they did the uh, did the pinky thing with the teacups. Remember that? Mm-hmm. That was great. Great underrated. Uh, you know, 
underrated celebration against a arch rival country wise. Uh, let us let's get back to our script because this whole show, as everybody knows, all three hours, Jeff, minute by minute, are scripted to the actual every word. word yes. Every single word. I even planned screwing up bocce ball versus <laughs> croquet. We write that in. Like we, the writers start the minute the show ends because it takes a full. 20 hours and 45 minutes to get the script all done, Jeff. But for the two games tonight here still to come, we have two uh, baseball games. You and I were both kind of interested diving into some of the props on this Paolo Espino for the Nationals, Tony Gonsolin for the Dodgers, because you and I are both in the same camp here, that regression is coming. It has already happened for Gonsolin and the Dodgers. And look, will it manifest itself tonight against a really bad team? Maybe not. Dodgers are right now at DraftKings, 305 favorite. Total of eight and a half juiced under. You're seeing the Nats at plus 255. But I just wonder, are there ways to actually bet this tonight where we're in the general market? Like when you see Gonsolin pitching against an elite team, maybe if that's his next start, you will start to see those things reflected, I would assume, Jeff, in the market. They really aren't, though, reflected in a start like this tonight where, again, this, the outs prop 17 and a half with heavy juice on the over there. So you're, that's five and two-thirds innings. You have the uh, like a, the record a win prop. I mean, it's if you bet the no, that's plus a hundred. Again, you, that's a little riskier because you're if he just gets through five innings and he's eligible for a win, then you could be out of luck if, if he at least has the lead. I don't know. I'm just thinking of ways to potentially bet against Gonsolin. I don't go in the prop market too often, but this could be one of those cases where I'm at least trying to do the do due diligence here. I mean, the over four and a half hits is plus a hundred. Over at four and a half hits allowed. Maybe the walk? I don't know. There, there's got to be ways, though, to look at this. That's that's kind of my angle on the on the game tonight. I'm going to look at the Nationals lineup real quick. Walks, uh, minus one and a half. Over so minus the Nationals lineup is pretty normal, all things considered, for what they are. I, look, I, I, would, I wouldn't have a problem taking a half run in the first five and just try yep. to try to, try to to pick on Gonsolin and hope Espino doesn't get, doesn't get blown up, which could very easily happen. Like, that's the big thing. That's why Gonsolin under 17 and a half outs might not be a bad idea as opposed to taking anything Washington related because it's very possible that the Nats actually hit Gonsolin around, get him out of the game early, and then the Dodgers score eight runs against Espino in the first five innings. I'm seeing earned runs allowed Gonsolin over one and a half, but that's heavy juice minus 170. You'd have yeah, to have yeah. to pay. I don't, I, I would I, not I, want I'm not this. interested in laying that juice. What happens if Gonsolin goes out there and pitches great? But I, I would, yeah. again, it's, we're now at the stage, and this will especially be the case if the Nats trade Soto, Bell, and Cruz over the next week. You're going to have some really just horrible AAA-esque lineups out there for a few teams down the stretch. Now, will there be some opportunities to take some gigantic prices on them? Sure. But I don't know if I want to get in front of the Dodger train, especially not full mm. game. If you're going to make a bet here, I would just take a shot at trying to go against Gonsolin and say he's going to Nationals say he's over, over one and a half team total first five plus 105? I actually don't. That I don't mind. Uh, that I don't do mind. It? Are we doing it, Jeff? Well, we might. but that, I got a minute and 50 seconds to decide. Well, we, actually have, <laughs> we have 10 minutes to decide. Well, for the purposes our, our, of this show. Our, our poor listeners uh, may, may not... Uh, I mean, you look, get our, okay, get just our pick there, though. Look, 202 ERA, but a 341 fielding independent pitching. 373 on the XBIP for Gonsolin. A ridiculous 197 batting average on balls in play. Home run to fly ball ratio of only 9.1%. A strand rate, Jeff, of 86.5%. Those are all numbers that, even if you don't really necessarily know what any of those mean, <laughs> those are so ridiculously in favor of the pitcher based on league average that all you need to know is I just rattled off like five of them. And, there, and essentially saying that there's no way those numbers could last 
as long as they have for Gonsolin, who is 11-0 in 17 starts. Yeah. I actually think the, the team total, and I'm not, we're not in jurisdictions, we can't bet the outs props here. Right. So if there's one I would play, I think it is that Nationals, uh, that team total over first five, one and a half plus 105. I, I'm doing some shopping right now. I might just take a dart and take, a, take soda to Homer at five to one. <laughs> I, I might just do that. That's Why great. not? Let's just let's, let's just oh, let's, let's just take great. a shot here at a ridiculous bloated number for a smaller bet. I'm just trying to see if that that five to one I'm seeing here in town is a fair number or not. Uh, I'm not Jeff even continuing. I'm, to not look. Even, Jeff I'm not looking. even. I'm not even. You know what? That five to one is fair. We're gonna add it at the at the buzzer here. I at the buzzer for a half unit. We're taking uh, Soto at five to one. Look, that's the homer. Look, as a line, you know, the pitching has been the issue for Washington. Line the lineup doesn't Thirteenth totally and average, sixteenth yeah. and on base. But I love it. Right at up, the buzzer. Right at the buzzer. Jeff Parles <laughs> with the play. That's kind of what we do on this show. Uh, it's been always a. It's been a pleasure as we always do. Tomorrow, more fun. Jeff will be back with me, and uh, we say so long for now. This is it for primetime action. Up next, the nightcap here on Vsin, the sports betting network. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.